Okay, so welcome to another episode of Chin Check, people. Um, this week we are looking at Invicta FC 37, Gonzalez v Sanchez, and of course, you know I mean, like we couldn't have missed it, UFC 243, Robert. The Reaper Whitaker against Israel Adesanya, the last stylebender. And people, these were really good events. UFC 243 is especially so. So, uh, yeah, buckle up and enjoy. Okay, people, so we're starting the weekend right. Invicta FC 37 We had um, Gonzalez v Sanchez And uh, yeah not a bad card We had some decent fights uh, Like the first fight Claire Johnson against Jordan Kazi. Um So I, I Yeah this fight It was You know I Johnson just seemed to look the more um the more refined fighter. You know? They were both at the same you know, it was both their promotional debuts. Post and their pro debuts. But yeah, Johnson seemed to have everything about her. And Cassie was she just couldn't really get into gear. So in the first round, Johnson, she takes Cassie down and just controls her. I think the majority of the round, like just having heavy pressure on her, getting a little bit of ground and pound off. But it's mainly it was the control. It was hunting for positions and all of that. Second round, we started on a feet for... um. A couple of minutes I'd say um, But When they're on their feet um, Kazi was just looking a bit stiff A bit Like she just couldn't get into a groove Which then just gave um, Gave Johnson the perfect opportunity to take her down You know so um, I think Johnson was winning the stand up Then she takes her down and yeah, just controls it again. Third round, um, yeah, Johnson straight away gets a takedown. She's controlling Kazi. Uh, then she just takes her back and uh, is able to get an armbar submission about halfway through the round. So it was a, a you know a good debut at 125 for Claire Johnson. Second fight was at Bantamweight uh, Hope Chase against Megan Corley And, um, yo, this was just all Chase Chase was just It was it was strange because Corley didn't look I think it, it when it started, it looked like she was It looked like she was game and everything but she just didn't seem to have the tools and the same fight IQ as Chase. 
as Chase just ran through her. Yo, she landed good shots on the feet, took her down, and just mauled her on the ground. Mauled her. Because, like, so she won with a rear naked choke. And, um, it, like, you, there was opportunity for Corley to escape. But she just didn't know what to do. Didn't know what to do. And, um, yeah, it, it was just, Chase just looked, looked good, Chase did look good, so yeah, it was a good fight for her, um, we then had, um, <clears throat> I think we had Lindsay Van Sant against Shino Van Hoos, and, uh, man, this was... Such a shame with this fight. This was such a shame. Didn't go anywhere, really. Um, Van Sant landed a, a leg kick pretty much straight away on Van Hoos. And you just saw Van Hoos's leg buckle. It was, yeah, it was not good. It really wasn't good. It looks like she just ripped some shit. You know, hopefully it's not as bad as it looked. But, yeah, it didn't look good, man. Didn't look good. Um, So, next up. It's just, like, it's crazy. Because it seems that Kay Hansen is always fighting of late. And, yeah, so it was Kay Hansen against Nicoli Cagliari. Uh, so this was at 125 um, Featherweight Featherweight? Or is it flyweight? Ugh I'm just going to say 125 I don't know why I always get those mixed up It is um, Irritating uh, So Yeah this was good man This was a um, A good scrap So Cagliari You know she was throwing Kicks she came out throwing kicks, man. Um, but you know, Hanson, yeah, Hanson was able to take her down and control her for most of that first round. Um, she, uh, you know, she she was trying for a rear naked choke, but uh, Cagliari was. Able to escape um, She went for her own takedown But Hanson You know She uh, she nearly um, She nearly wrapped up a guillotine You know in the process Of Of it all but um, Yeah wasn't able to get it Round ended Second round started And um Cagliari again, she's throwing kicks, and her kicks are good. Do you know what I mean? They're not shabby kicks. But um Hansen is again able to take her down. And um yeah, she can she's controlling it. Cagliari is like she she's trying to um keep an active guard. You know, she's not just lying there 
she she's constantly trying to move uh, so or, although she's getting taken down with the kicks and everything like that you feel right she's not out of this fight you know what I mean Hansen can't just take this easy uh third round starts and Hansen she gets a quick takedown um there's a few transitions and um she's then able to get the mount on Cagliari um yeah and from the mount she she's going for a um a rear naked choke going for a rear naked choke but Cagliari you know she's showing some okay defense she's trying to protect her chin so instead of a rear naked Hanson just goes for the neck crank and um at first it looks like Cagliari might be able to um withstand it but Yo, Hanson just cranks that neck And, um, yeah All that was left was that Cagliari had to tap So, yeah, it was all done So, um, we then went to the co-main event And, um, another fighter Just, um, in there Again, really quick after, um her last fight So we had Marilena Santos Against Mariana Agapova And um Yeah this was like Damn Like they both came out Fast You know Santos She's throwing Heavy Really trying to Land a big shot On Agapova um, but Agapova, she's got really good movement, you know, so she's moving, getting out of range, then darting back in, throwing kicks and punches, then getting back out, Santos, she pulls guard, pulls guard, which I kind of felt was a little questionable, there didn't seem a need to pull guard when she did, but, um, yeah, she can't reverse Agapova. So, she, you know, she was thinking, all right, I'll pull guard and I'll, yeah, get a reversal, get on top, do my thing. It wasn't the best strategy. It, yeah, it really wasn't the best strategy. So, um, yeah, she, she tries some arm bars, but Agapova gets out every time, you know. Like, and they weren't bad attempts. Like, she threw her legs up well and everything. But Agamova just stayed composed. And, um, yeah, like, she's got long limbs as well. So, she's able to kind of, you know, move back, sit up straight. Yeah, so she avoids the arm bars. And lands some just nasty ground and pound. Just... Nasty ground and pound She's throwing punches And then just elbows Oh man And um It's There's not long left in the round There's just a couple of minutes left in the round And Agapova Just Goes elbow Crazy Elbow crazy 
Referee, like, there's nothing he could do because this just looks so bad. Has to stop that fight. And, um, yeah, Agapova gets another win. So it's crazy, man. You know what I mean? She, she, she loses on the contender series, but gets an Invicta contract and she's on a two fight win streak. So it's all looking good for her right now. So then we get to the main event. Which is uh, Pearl Gonzalez against Brogan Walker Sanchez. Uh, so yeah, it was a um, yeah. This was a scrap, man. This was a scrap. Um, like they both come out, um, and they're both trying to move forward and and land. Like Sanchez. Lands a, a you know a stiff straight on Gonzalez, um. So yeah, Gonzalez is just like, all right, whatever, takes her down. Um, Sanchez, you know, she threatens, she threatens to take um Gonzalez's back, but you know, Gonzalez, you know, she's she's a pro. You know, she's been in this for a while So, you know, she just Adjusts her position Gets heavy on top And um, Throws down Some 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 real good ground and pound You know um, they, There's a scra- You know There's a bit of a scramble But um, Gonzalez gets another Takedown And uh yeah, they it, then it just goes again. You know, another scramble, but another takedown. So uh, yeah, I think although Sanchez started well, Gonzalez just yeah, you know, she she really kind of just solidifies her position in that round. Second round, um, first few minutes they're both exchanging on their feet. But it's just just single shots. There's no real combinations. They're just throwing out straights, you know, trying to catch each other. Um, Gonzalez is landing kicks, though. A lot more kicks. So she's really trying to, um, yeah, I think just solidify her dominance, you know. Um, she, She, you know, she's trying for a takedown. But, um, yeah, like, Sanchez lands on top, which isn't great. But Gonzalez is able to reverse the position towards the end of the round, land some ground and pound, and, uh, yeah, do her thing. So the third round, third round, they're both tired. You can see they're both tired. Um, Gonzalez is just trying to hold Sanchez against the fence Just, you know, pressure Make her carry her weight She then gets a takedown And, um, yeah, she's just, you know It's not a load of ground and pound But it's just about positioning And, uh, control You know But, uh, yeah, Gonzalez Gets the win And um It was a Yeah a good night for her man A good night for her So uh Yeah you know Maybe 
another win and she can get back into that title contention. Who knows, right? Who knows? But yeah, this wasn't a bad um a bad night of fights. Um I think the next event is the first of November, something like that. So yeah, looking forward to that. But uh yeah. Invicta, you know, it's it's definitely. I think the, like the quality and everything is just yeah leaps and bounds, man, leaps and bounds. So another another fun night of fights. Okay, people. So UFC two forty three live from Melbourne, Australia. Man, we've been looking forward to this one for a while And what a card What a fun card Man, it it did live up It did live up to everything And as expected, biggest UFC gate Over 57,000 people in attendance Which is crazy when you think how old this sport is you know, um, and it's from Marvel Stadium, which was so fitting when you've got Alessandra on the card. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, we had a lot of fun fights from the Giddy Up. I mean, one fight on the, you know, the early prelims, which was kind of crazy, was Jin Young Kim against Nadia Kazem. And Kazem came out. Really, like, looking really good in at the beginning. And Ji Yang Kim, she didn't really have much... Um, she didn't have much uh, just facial expressions or anything like that. And as the fight went on, like, Kazim seemed to get a bit tired. And Kim was just... Just taking it to her And it like it got to that second round And she was just Kim was just landing Just shots And rocking Kasim There was a few times when you thought it might end And and Kasim was able to survive A little bit longer But then it was crazy Because it was like a minute left In the second round And Kim won With like hooks to the body just those body shots just took it out of Kazim. She couldn't finish. And I have to give props that the ref stopped it and just didn't let it go to the third round. But yeah, it was like Kim crazy stoic in the ring. And then in the interview, she's waving and smiling and everything. Um, then we had Megan Anderson against Zara Farim. And... Like, you know, Farim came out fast, came out fast on Anderson. But, yeah, like, Megan took her down. She took her down, and when it hit the ground, supposedly they're both purple belts. But Farim just didn't look like she knew what to do on the ground. She didn't know. She She was like a fish out of water. It was... It was kind of crazy And um, yeah so Anderson like she tried a neck and arm choke 
but wasn't able to get that tried a few things and then like in a bit of a scramble she just threw up a triangle boom it it was done but before the triangle was fully sunk in it looked like Farim could have escaped but she just didn't know how to so I'm kind of baffled to how she's a featherweight you know what I mean um but yeah so um then we had Brad Riddle and Jamie McCary which was a bit of black bud in this one um and um yeah so the first round first round started and yeah it was just a stand up it was just stand up really there wasn't a whole lot else thrown a few kicks but not a lot um but then towards the end of the round um riddle landed um <clears throat> he landed because you know not much was thrown but then towards the end of the third riddle landed some really good body shots um you know, and some hooks and everything like that. So, ain't Riddle took that first round, um, and also he was able, yeah, he was able to just stop all the takedown attempts, which I think said a lot. And I think that put, um, you know, put a lot in Malarkey's head. So with the second round. Malaki was really going for the takedown again. He was really going for it. He he was able in this round to get some. He got a couple. But, like, he didn't really do anything with them. He wasn't able to, like, get any ground and pound off. And, um, yeah, Riddle was pretty quick to get up. On both occasions So Yeah I think that was I think that was telling And when Riddle got up He he Was the one landing the big shots The good shots Like the power shots That you could see were having their effect On um, Malarkey Third round started And um Yo Riddle got a takedown. Um, but, you know, like, he got a little ground a pound off, but not a lot. They got back to their feet. And that's really when everything just, everything went crazy. There's, yeah, so they just went to war. They went to... And and you thought that they were both getting a bit tired, but they just threw. You know what I mean? They were they were throwing, and it really looked like Riddle was on the verge of taking Malaki out. But then Malaki caught Riddle. Um, I think it was a hook. He got him with a hook, and Riddle looked rocked. He looked rocked, but he was able to um yeah he he was able to survive you know he was able to um 
get his thoughts back about him. And um, yeah, then yeah, then he then he really took it to Malarkey, who um, who he the riddle nearly stopped him. And so it was, it was a crazy ass last round, but like with the previous two, Riddle, Riddle took it, Riddle took it, you know. Um, so yeah, that that was a uh, yeah, that was a fun fight. That was a really fun fight. Um, it was you know got the crowd going. Really did get the crowd going. So next up, we had Callum Potter against Mackie Pitlow. Um, and, yeah, like, the first round started, and it was just both guys really just feeling each other out. You know? They, they were just kind of... Swinging, but nothing was really landing. You know, like yeah, they they were going for these heavy shots, but it was all a bit, it's all a bit messy. You know, yeah, definitely all a bit messy. Um, Pitolo did get a takedown, um, and um, he he took. Potter's back, but wasn't able to get, you know, the choke. He was he was making attempts and everything like that, but yeah, just couldn't couldn't get it. Um, and then they got back to their feet, and again, just throwing, just scrappy. Second round started. It was pretty much the same as the first round, to be honest with you. Um. And you could see that they were getting tired. You could definitely see that they were getting tired. Um, but Potter started to land just more unanswered shots towards the end of that round. Third round started and it was pretty much a continuation of the end of the second. Potter was doing the better work. He was... Throwing the harder shots, you know, he it looked like he could possibly stop Pitolo, um, but it went to the decision, and um, yeah, Potter took it. So um, I, that was welterweight, by the way. We, next fight was at welterweight, and it was Jake Matthews against Rostam Ackman, um. First round started, and it was really tentative. Um, Ackman was the one coming forward, but he just wasn't throwing much. So, I think Matthews won the round, because he threw just a few more punches. Like, not much was thrown, but Matthews probably threw the most. Second round, um, yeah, again, it was the same. Like, Matthews was throwing more now. But, yeah, it was very weird. Because Ackman, he's pushing forward. Couldn't land a punch. It was, 
just odd. It was so odd because he's putting on the pressure. He, he he's he's trying to cut off the angles, but then he just was missing with everything. Like he's 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 trying to throw like big shots, but everything is so telegraphed. Third round. And um, yeah, again, Ackman's coming forward. Matthews is using a lot of movement and just landing the most. It was landing the most. It wasn't like I've definitely seen Bet Matthews fight better than this. But yeah, he was the one landing the punches. Um, and Ackman just just I don't even know. It was. It was very bizarre. His performance was very bizarre because it looked like he wasn't. It just looked like he wasn't UFC ready. But you know, I mean, we we we've seen him fight better. Yeah, it's just it was just weird. Um, so we now on the main card. First fight was Jorgen de Castro, who's coming off a. A good win on the uh, contender series against Justin Taffer, who not many fights, but you know he's coming out of Mark Hunt's camp. So you were just thinking that um yeah, the, these heavyweights were gonna throw down, and um yeah, I that's that's pretty much. That's pretty much what happened, really. So, um, Taffa, you know, he was throwing some big shots. He, you know, he landed, he landed, man. But they were both going for it. You know, they really were both going for it. Um, Castro, he landed a real heavy kick. Um, yeah, he landed a real heavy kick on, uh, on Taffa. Then they're throwing some more punches and everything like that. And, and it was so crazy because it looked like Castro landed a, um, a good shot, but then got caught. So Castro, it looked like Castro had been caught and he, he, he moved backwards and Taffa was just like, Damn, I've got him. Ran for ran forward. Ran forward, which is just just a no-no, man. You know what I mean? And uh yeah, Castro just threw a just just threw a hook. Threw a hook and yeah, Taffa was done. Knocked him out. Knocked him out. It was just, oh, it was brutal. Because yeah, like Taffa, it, it was like um, Stephen Smith and uh, Drago. You know, he did those early days of the UFC, and um, yeah, it looked like Drago had hurt Smith, rushed in, then got knocked out. That's what that this was, man. Yeah, it, it was. Oh, just such a sweet shot as well. So next up, we had um, Luke Jumo 
against Diego Lima at um at welterweight. First round that like this was you know this was a bit tentative, but um Lima was throwing a lot of a lot of really good calf kicks. And so, you know what I mean? By the end of that first round, just the well on Jumo's leg. Oh, god damn it. It it, it was not nice. You know I mean? You just saw that. And it's just like, oh, god damn it, man. Second round started. And, um, yeah, Lima. Lima got a takedown. Lima got a takedown. Um, well, I mean, it, he, he put... Jumo down, but but with a leg kick, you know, it was just like, oh, so you know, straight from that, it was just like, oh, this is going to be problematic, because, you know, he's, Jumo's leg must be fucked, so Lima kind of followed him down and landed a bit of ground and pound, um, yeah, then they got back to their feet, and um yeah Lima was just moving really well around the octagon and just peppering Jumo just yeah just landing some good shots he did get caught towards the end of the fight but you know he he composed himself and um yeah then he got a, a takedown on Jumo and just yeah just Ended the fight, well, ended that round with some good ground and pound. Third round started, and um, I think they were both tired, but Lima was really utilizing some really good footwork and movement to just avoid anything crazy. Because I think it was clear that he had won the first two rounds, and um. There was no point putting himself in danger. But although he's, you know, losing his good footwork and everything, he was still throwing from distance. He was still picking his shots, landing, then moving away. You know, he even caught some real good elbows and everything. Um, so, yeah, the third round ended. And, yeah, I think you're just like, yo, that was just a... Yeah, easy victory for Lima. Yeah, no. It was a split decision. One ref gave the fight to Jumo, which was just a bit like, what the hell had he been watching? Because Jumo did not win any of those rounds. It was, it was crazy. It was insane. So, next up, ah oh man, it was a fan favorite tied to Avassa against Sergey Spivak. Um, so yeah, back at heavyweight people, and um, man, so to Avassa, you know what I mean? He 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 comes out and he lands a really big leg kick. Um. Really big leg kick that puts me back down, you know, like straight out the gate, you know what I mean? So you're just like, ooh, nice. 
this is good. Um, yeah, you know, then two of us uh, land some big shots on the feet. And so it looks like you're eating, like he, because two of us had come in lighter than his previous fight. He look, He was looking in a lot better shape. And you were thinking from those early moments in the first round that, um, yeah, he'd learn from past mistakes. That's what it. Um, that's what it seemed. But yes, Bivak, he 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 was able to take. Um, he got a takedown. Um, two of us had got up straight away on that first one. He then just put himself in these really bad situations. Like, he'd let himself get tied up. And then Spivak would take him down with, like, um, um, you know, like a judo throw. Like a head, you know, head choke throw. Um, so, yeah, he was doing that. And, um, yeah, that's how that round went. Just, like... Spivak landing numerous takedowns, which just wasn't a good look for two of Asa because he, he after the first time, it seemed that he he really was struggling getting back up. Second round, and um, yes, yeah, Spivak was just like, why fix what was working? So he continued to take two of Asa down, you know, and pretty much with ease. That was a thing, pretty much with ease, and <clears throat> he he then he like at one point he sunk in an arm triangle choke, but the but the problem was, it was just like there was opportunity for Tuavasa to you know, avoid it, but he just didn't seem to understand that it was coming. That Spivak was setting him up for that. Um, so yeah, Spivak gets a good victory. And you do have to wonder about Tuavasa's like fight IQ. Because he started well, but then he just he seemed to look really out of sorts and just really Unaware of what to do Because he would put himself in the bad positions To get taken down constantly And he didn't see the submission coming So, um, yeah, I think this is his third loss in a row So, um, yeah, it's, it's not been great for Tuavasa But definitely a good wing for Sergei Spivak um, so, next up, it was the co-main event. Dan Hooker, the hometown dude, um, against Al Iaquinta. So, you knew, you knew this was going to be a good one. And, um, yeah, man, this was... Uh, I think this really was the fight Hooker had envisioned when he saw Iaquinta fight Cowboy. You know, 
that's what it seemed because Hooker was just landing a ton of leg kicks. You know what I mean? A ton of leg kicks. And um, Iquinta wasn't really blocking them. And Hooker was then utilizing his range really well and just just picking picking our apart. You know, just picking apart from range. It, yeah, it was not good. Like Iaquinta was always trying to um get in close. You know, he was trying to close the distance. He was trying to get a, a takedown. But every time he tried for a takedown, Hooker just was able to stop it. Now like they both came in on weight. Hooker did look a lot bigger than our Quinta. Like so much bigger. Man, it was just like, yeah. Second round, um Yeah, uh, like Hooker just continued that game plan because it was working so well. And um you know, like there was a couple of occasions where it looked like Iaquinta was in on the takedown. The you know, was getting him, but Hooker just just seemed to use his weight and um, land on top of Al. Yeah, it was it it wasn't good. Wasn't good, you know. Um. Yeah, it was just like, man, right and left, just everything that Hooker was throwing was landing. I mean, Al did get up towards the end of the first round. Al did land some good hooks. You know what I mean? He did land some good hooks. But the problem was... um. It was just one punch. He he landed one hook, and then Hooker moved away. So then our Quinta had to try and get back in close again, and towards the like at the you know right at the end of that second round, Hooker landed a big shot, and um put Aya Quinta on his ass. Third round, third round was just pretty much the same. Hooker just picking Iaquinta off from distance. Like, Iaquinta showed crazy heart. Do you know what I mean? At no point, at no point did you think, oh, it's done. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's quitting. It's done. No point. But, but, it, it, it just was, it was just all Dan Hooker, man. All Dan Hooker, you know what I mean? That was just a uh, clear unanimous decision. And, um, yeah, I I think Hooker makes the top ten of the lightweights. Yeah, for sure. You know? So, yeah, that was the, um, that was the code. So now we're in on um, on the main event. And this was 
This was the one we've been waiting for for so long. Israel Adesanya, the interim, yeah, the interim middleweight champ against Robert Whittaker. I mean, just the um, the champ, the champ finally able to defend his belt, and uh. Yeah, this, man, this was all sorts of crazy Because, like, when he's walking out So, first of all, like, three dudes in, like, fatigues come And they do a little, they, you know what I mean? They're posing, they do a little bit of um, a dance Then they're standing there Then Adesanya comes out and they just hit this routine Hit this routine, man. So straight away, you're like, oh, Adesanya is on. He is ready for this. Now, Whitaker comes out, and Whitaker is looking big. Oh, man. He, like, you know what I mean? He's been working out hard in this off time. You know what I mean? He has definitely been working hard So We know Straight away we know They are both ready They are both ready for this war And um So first round starts And Whitaker comes Out Charging You know what I mean He comes out hard Looking to just take Adesanya's head off you know what I mean? He is throwing. Just throwing. And, um, you know what I mean? Like, Adesanya is just using just slick ass footwork, just avoiding basically everything that Whitaker is throwing at him. Just avoiding those big, heavy shots. I mean, and and um, he's coming back with some leg kicks, coming back with some jabs. But yeah, it, like Whitaker is kind of trying to bum rush him, trying to really put pressure on him. Like, and you and you kind of sense because he saw Gastelum, you know, what I mean, have some success on Adesanya, you know, land on Adesanya. So Whitaker is trying the same thing. The only problem is, at no point is Whitaker going for a takedown. So, where Gastelin was having success was because it wasn't just the hands that Adesanya was looking out for. He was also looking out for the takedown. But with Whitaker, he he realized that oh, this is just a kickboxing fight. Alright, I know kickboxing, man That's what I do So, yeah, he, like Adesanya was just using his range Using his reach And just landing some great shots on Whitaker And avoiding everything that's coming at him Like, Whitaker landed a few But, like, every time he landed Adesanya is already moving away Which... You know what I mean? It, t- it helps take away the power of a shot. You know, because things aren't landing flush. 
And at the end of the first round, Whitaker comes forward and Adesanya lands this uppercut. It wasn't quite an Ungano uppercut, but damn, it was a sweet counter. And um, Whitaker goes down. And it goes down kind of heavy as well. Goes down kind of heavy, man. Um, but that's the end of the round. Now, Adesanya had gone for an... I mean, he'd moved in to land another shot. Which he was in the midst of throwing as the buzzer went. So technically, you know, if he had landed, it would have been fine. You know, but he pulls up, doesn't land, and that's it. So second round. Second round, and yeah, Whitaker realizes, oh shit. I need to put something in the referees' minds because the last thing they saw. Was me landing on my ass. So you know he's conscious of that. And he's coming forward. He's rushing forward. And he's throwing. He's throwing. But again. Adesanya is just using this friggin' matrix like movement. Because you know. He's stepping away. He's sidestepping. All of that. But he also does that crazy weird leaning back shit. You know what I mean? So just avoiding the punches like Neo would avoid bullets. You know what I mean? So he's doing all of that. Um, and Adesanya throws a kick. Lands. But then, like, Whitaker starts to try and throw kicks. The difference is you kind of see Whitaker's kicks coming. They're a lot stiffer. Than Adesanya's kicks Now Whitaker did land one But there wasn't really much on it Wasn't much on it And so yeah Adesanya is You know avoiding the big shots Landing his own shots And we get I think it's like Two minutes Two minutes in in the um in the second round and um yeah Whitaker comes forward lands lands a good jab on Adesanya and then he throws uh you know what I mean he throws an overhand Adesanya avoids it he throws another one Adesanya avoids it as he's avoiding the punch he lands a hook lands a hook and you can see, oh, yeah, you, you, you see it's had an effect. And so he's landed one hook, then he comes with the next hook, and Whitaker is, oh, he is compromised. He is staggering back, staggering back, falls on his ass. Adesanya follows him down, lands one, two, referee. Jumps in and it is it. It is it, man. We have a new middleweight champion. Israel, the last style bender, Alessandra. God damn. Man, it was crazy. Showing just the sequence, just everything.
Adesanya looked really good. Like, Whitaker didn't look terrible, but I think the problem was he didn't go for any takedowns, didn't go for any takedowns, and he was rushing it too much. You know, he, 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 he was putting himself in a compromising situation because he was rushing forward too much. And I don't know if that was because of, you know, he'd been out injured for so long or if because he was fighting at home and he really wanted to put on a big show, get a knockout for the home fans. But yeah, you know what I mean? But can't take anything away from Adesanya. This was a masterful performance. This was you know, probably one of his best performances in the octagon. And now he's a middleweight champ in, I think it's under two years, which is just crazy how he has managed to just rise to the top. You know what I mean? Just crazy. Um, so, yeah, it was just a fun card, man. Um... So, the, the 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 bonuses went to fight of the night went to Brad Riddle against Jamie Malarkey from the prelims. Um, and the uh, thing is, Riddle, teammate of Adesanya. So then, a performance first performance of the night goes to Jurgen De Castro for his knockout of Justin Taffer, and um. Obviously, obviously, the last performance bonus goes to Adesanya for becoming the new middleweight champ in such a um, such a crazy ass um, yeah, such a crazy ass way. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was that was UFC two forty three. People, such a good freaking. Fight, you know what I mean? But as always, it does not end there. Doesn't end there, yeah. Because next weekend, man, next weekend we got um Boston. Yep, we have Boston, and um, I think the main event there is Chris Weidman against Dominic Reyes, which, yeah. That's going to be a good fight. You know what I mean? That is definitely going to be a good fight. It's going to be... Um, um, uh, Weidman's first um, fight at middleweight. Uh, sorry, light heavyweight, even. Um, so that, that will be fun. And also, the other big thing is... It is, um, we're going to have the rematch of Yaya Rodriguez against Jeremy Stevens. So that's the co-main event. So yeah, I think everyone's been looking forward to that. Other fun fights on this card. Got Macy Barber against Gillian Robertson. And um, yo, I think this is Barber's toughest fight, especially the fact in the last fight, she was getting lit up in that first round on the feet, 
Now, Robinson is good on her feet and ridiculous ground game. So, I think that Robinson, that little savage, is going to put a dent in Barber's attempt at becoming the um, you know I mean, the youngest champion in the UFC. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen there. We've also got Darren Wynn against Darren Stewart. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, there's some fun fights on this card, people. So cannot wait for uh, Boston next week. So, um, yes, people, we will be back for that. So, uh, yeah, tune in then. All right.